when we enter herein with all humility and a deeper need of understanding, we allow the Almighty Mothers to enter into this circle by the entrance of an eternal happiness, of a divine prosperity, of a perfect joy, of an abundant charity, and of an eternal salutation. Let all the demons fly from this space, especially those who are opposed unto this work. We allow the fierce openers of the way sent by the Divine Ones to assist and protect this circle, denying entry to discord and strife. Magnify and extend our capacity for revelation, O Mighty Mothers, as we walk in truth and righteousness in your most sacred names, and bless our conversation and our assembly. Sanctify, O Mothers, our humble entry herein. You, the blessed and holy ones of eternal ages. Remember, in these sessions, we are viewing concepts, ideas from a black dot perspective. We are using our ancestral knowledge, our own thought processes and logic, our hearts, to investigate, to understand and know ourselves. If you are not black or melanated and are listening to the sessions, they can help you as well. But remember, this is not to appease anyone or cater to fragility. This is to empower the powerful, the women who forgot that they were on a mission, forgot that their bodies are sacred vehicles, forgot they are part of ancient lineages, ancient powers, the ones who have forgotten that they are wonderfully made. In this session, we're going to talk about the moon. Upon investigating the moon, I heard the moon is always full. And I never considered the moon always being full like everyone else, I thought of the moon as being in phases. But in reality, those are just perspectives, shadows, angles, reflections that the moon cast or 
that is cast on the moon. Now the Dagon, who are some of the last remnants of the Egyptians, there are some of us still here. The Egyptians are not gone. We are just scattered. But the Dogon know who they are. They know their lineage and they still practice their heritage. It's being stolen, of course. Some of the mask, the ancient tools, of course, are being stolen to be sold or put in private collections. Once you open yourselves up, your culture up, to the outside world, it is open for not only scrutiny, but theft. And the people also open themselves up to their ultimate demise. Because as we have learned, invaders are not compassionate. The ones who are in power now do not think like us, yet we continue to expect compassion from these people. When we accept that they do not think the way we think, then we can understand not only them, but ourselves better. And our actions will change based on our new beliefs that support us. No one else will change unless we change, Melanated Women. Sit back on your throne. Become a creator again. Okay, so the Dogon says, The moon is dry and dead like dry, dead blood. When outsiders came into the lives of the Dogon, of course, they didn't initially believe the Dogon about Sirius. And when it was found to be true, I'm talking about the location of Sirius and Sirius A and B and so on. Of course, the Dogon had to have gotten this information from outsiders or as it's being promoted now it had to be aliens if you want to know a possibility of where your history lies follow where so-called history tv is pointing to in regards to aliens it is so difficult for people to wrap their head around an ancient melanated black civilization. It is hard for some of us as melanated people to recall or even want to remember ourselves in that way. Many just want to move on mainly because it is painful to think that we had such high civilizations and were brought so low. Yet, many still believe that we were rescued. We did the rescuing, and now we must save ourselves. 
So, if the Dogon was correct about Sirius, why wouldn't they be correct about the moon? I am more inclined to believe the Dogon than anyone else. They carry with them ancient ceremonies and ancient knowledge. And if the moon is dry and dead like dry dead blood, then you have to ask what bled to produce the moon. The moon must have a source or was broken off from something else. If the moon is like dry, dead blood, its source can be traced. However, it cannot produce life or, in this case, light on its own. So where is the light of the moon coming from? We have to be careful when we are imitating people and taking on their practices. If they want to howl at the moon and bleed in the earth, that is their concerns and their practices. But we must be careful and we must investigate. When you are manifesting with the moon, working with the moon energy, you are in fact working with the energy that supplies the energy to the moon because the moon is dry and dead like dry dead blood so there is a source of light of life that is directed toward the moon you do not have to discard the moon as relevant we do not do this this and that remember what we are doing is recalling the source and when we take in practices we want to dig to the core in this case the core is what powers the moon the moon is always full. We are looking at the moon from different perspectives depending on how the source feeds it or not. We are solar children. So we mainly want to get our power from the sun. Follow the cycles of the sun. Are there phases to the sun? Do you see the sun in phases? You can drop on the moon's energy, but know, melanated sisters, that you are drawing from a source other than the moon. Know what you are doing. Know where you get your practices. 
understanding where the moon is in the sky is a tool. Understanding how the objects that move in the sky affect you or you affect it is a tool for you. But today consider that the moon is always full and so are you. Understand your source of power. What powers you? What gives you life? You are more than dry, dead blood. You are living, breathing creators. With this session, we are whole and complete.